Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 184, Nosferatu, the Vampire. Centuries come and go. To be unable to grow is terrible. This podcast is not the worst. We're not the worst. We're the best. We are the best. ever. B-E-S-T. Best. That spells best. Is that a song or something, or did you just make that up? I just made that up. Nice. Sorry, guys. Chaos will be gone next week for cheerleader camp. Please return after cheerleader camp is over. You are a jerk. J-E-R-K. <laughs> You're not a spelling bee in Washington, D.C. I'm not sure where chaos will be. Somewhere, apparently. <laughs> oh, we have unlocked giggle mode. Giggle mode has been unlocked. Hello, everyone. How are you all doing today? Hello, chaos. Hello, friends. Hi, Carnage. How are you, Giggle Monster? I am... No, I won't say it. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. I'm sorry. I know you're fine, but how was your week? How Let's me put it that way. How was your week this week? It sucked. How oh. was yours? Average. Average. Same day, same shit every day, so... Yeah. Doesn't really change much. Well, the start of my week was really good. Mm-hmm. Because I want to see Alice Cooper. Exciting. Yes. That's very cool. And Ace Freely opened for him. That would be the like founding guitarist for Kiss, for those who don't know. I did not know that. Thank you very much for enlightening me. There you go. <sighs> so there were lots day. of Kiss fans there. Oh, did they have their faces painted? No. Okay, that's But cool. I saw a lot of Kiss t-shirts uh. in the crowd. Including this one, like, 14-year-old girl. It was really cute. There were, like, a few young people there, and they all stuck out like sore thumbs. Poor it kids. It was cute. And then they were the old ones, and then there were the in-betweeners. Yeah. Like chaos. Yeah. Plenty of in-betweeners, but mostly old ones. Mostly old ones. Yes. You know what? In 20 years, we'll be those old ones. But you know what? It was great because... Ace freely reminds me of Ozzy Osbourne, the way he just is kind of like part, like half there and half not there. Okay. You know, have you ever listened mm-hmm. to Ozzy Osbourne talk just the way oh, yeah. you're kind of like, is there anybody home in there? Or <laughs> all not... his drugs taken that years ago. <laughs> like, not that I don't love Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne, don't get me wrong, but he always sounds drunk to me. He probably is. He probably is. Oh, we have a guest star. I'm pretty sure Ace Freely was drunk. (laughs) But Alice was awesome. He played all his hits, and he had an amazing female guitarist who I was totally in love with. Nice. Yeah. So you had fun then? So I had fun. What a way to start a week. I mean, that seems like a weekend type thing, not a school Monday type thing, you know? I know. But you do you. But it was nice. It was it was outside, so um, you know, no worries about COVID stuff. Oh, good. Yeah, it was outside. I should mention that um, it was at an at an amphitheater, and um, we just had general lawn, but that was fine. We had good seats. It was it was a lot of fun. Awesome. And I got to eat a sausage sandwich for dinner Mm -hmm. because they had some food trucks there. Oh god, I love a good food truck. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. So how about your week? Yeah, no, nothing. Oh. I don't even know what I did. One of those kind of weeks where you just do the same thing and you don't know what you did. Mm. But I'm super excited because I'm watching my little cousins this weekend, so that'd be fun. That's cool. always a bright light. So, yeah. As you grimace. Don't you grimace about my cousins. No, I'm not grimacing about your cousins. I burped. Oh, our pre-show dinner not sitting with you? Yeah. Sorry. We it's tr- all right. We went, we went and we tried a new burger. Yeah. And a new place for pre-show dinner. It didn't go well. No, it was the cheddar bacon burger. From Wendy's, yeah. Ugh. And oh my God. Did that have a lot of fucking cheese on it or what? I was disappointed tonight in our pre-show dinner. Yeah. That I never goes well for the show show or the after show. We have to be fed well <laughs> to have a good show. It's just a thing. Do you want to tell them who we are and what we do instead of talking about what we had for our pre-show? We should probably tell them about the show show. Well, they already know who we are. We are They Mostly Podcast at Night. Mostly. We are two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking the flicks, sometimes out of a genuine desire to share them with you, our beloved audience, and sometimes to annoy each other with. Um, because that's how our hashtag, our hashtag friendship goals go. We, our friendship lives in the hashtag Mariana's Trench of Hate, where there is an octagon where we MMA fight when we don't see eye to eye on movies. And, um, swears ahead and spoilers ahead. Nice. Well, like you mentioned, this week we did Nosferatu the Vampire. It was the 1979 version. It was a PG rating, which you don't see that very often, a horror PG rating, which yeah. is kind of nice. Uh, it's an hour and 47 minutes long, and it got a 7.5 on the IMDb scale. What about the tomato meter? The tomato meter is certified fresh at a 95%. Critics' consensus, stunning visuals from Werner Herzog, and an intense portrayal of the famed bloodsucker from Klaus Kinski make this remake of Nosferatu a horror classic in its own right. Audience score a little bit lower, 83%. Nice. Mm-hmm. Still pretty good, 83, I would say. I would say so. Um, so this month, it's October. It's our, like, not our mothership, but like our mother month, you know. It's, this is the month of horror. If you're going to have horror, you know, you're not going to do it, like, in April, like we sometimes do it. But the October month is, like, our awesome month. This is when all the planets align and... Our podcast aligns, and we are in spooky season officially. This is like, instead of, it's like for the podcast, it's not just one holiday on the 31st. It is the whole month of October that we celebrate horror. We do. We love it. And this, we usually have a theme, like we've done Halloween of Palooza, King of Palooza. This month is classic movies, classic, uh, what are we saying, classic monster movies? Yeah, classic monster movies. Hence Nosferatu. Yeah, this one is from 1979, but it is a remake. Well, it's like, I don't know if I would say it's a remake exactly, but it's like based on Nosferatu. It is of the 1922 version. Yeah, kind of. But it is actually the only, the, the original and the remake are the only two. There's like a 
It's a, a list of a thousand must-see movies before you die. It's the only one that has um, made it on there that's had both the original and the remake made the list. Wow. So out of all like the movies in the world, mm-hmm. only one that's got the remake and the original on it. So they're both really good. So right. it's a good pick. We might have to do the 1922 because that is streaming. So I might have to fuck with you and make that my pick next week just to screw with you. So we can compare and contrast. But We can do that. Just saying, I because I haven't picked my next week's movie yet because I'm a slacker. Yeah, I know. Shut the fuck up. You always take forever to pick. You know what? I think the element surprise is important, not just in the movie, but in the movie picking. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Sure. Hey, I keep you on the edge of your seats, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we do a little bit of casting, I guess? Sure. Um... I'm only doing five people. But you get to pick the five people. I'm just kidding. Okay. I I, I assume I know who you're... The five are? Okay. Are the five are. Perfect. Roll with me. Okay. So, Count Dracula was played by Klaus Kinski. Um, notorious asshole. Misogynist. Dickweed. But he played... Uh, he was in The Black Killer, The Web of the Spider, and he was also in Count Dracula, but he was as Renfield in Count Dracula. Really? Yes. Um, well, he was one hell of a performer, even if he was an asshole. He was. The thing is, is he and Warner Herzog have known each other since Warner was 13. Oh, So they had, like, a long relationship. So he knew how to poke and prod him. Like, he would actually prod him into temper tantrums. Like, he was known for his, he was infamous for his temper tantrums. And if Warner wanted him to play a character a different way... Warner would actually prod him into temper tantrums to get him to wear down. So he would play it exactly how Warner wanted it. Like, uh, Klaus wanted this Dracula to be energetic and, like, high energy. And Warner's like, he would make him fight with him, like, every time. So he'd have that, like, that weary, you know, vision we see. You know, what we get is because Warner, like, provoked him every day. Nice. Well, Werner is a is a good director, so yeah, I know. I'm just saying it's like he got what he wanted out of him, but it was just like, how exhausting would that have to fucking be? Yeah. Oh my god. That's funny. Lucy Harker was played by Isabel Ajani. Um, we're gonna see her again in the the newer Diablo week. I know we did the, the original, but we're gonna do the newest one or newer one of the '90s. She was also in Possession and the Bronte Sisters. Hmm. Jonathan Harker was played by Bruno Gans. Um, he was in the Manchurian Manchurian, <laughs> Manchurian Candidate, the boys from Brazil. Um, but you guys might know him from uh, a meme because he was Adolf Hitler in Downfall, and you often see that meme of him. So I love Downfall. Like that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I know, but that meme is so, like that. Like that meme clip is so so fucking. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> done it for everything. <laughs> I, I swear, you can find uh, you can find any subject you want of that meme. Like anything you can think of. There's Volvos. somebody has yeah, yeah. Like Volvos. Somebody has <laughs> made that into a meme about volvos like somehow some way yes it just, <laughs> they just have um and renfield was roland topor uh he was in the satin snyder satin snyder satin spider and swan in love and um My brain just froze. Oh, he was mostly known for his writing than his acting. Yes. So. 
And Dr. Van Helsing was played by Walter Leidengast. Uh, this is actually his last film. He did like one more TV movie and a TV series after this, like a couple episodes of it. But this was his last feature film, and he was also in I Love You, I Kill You, and The Outsider. Ooh. Every one of the cast has passed away except for Isabella. Oh, wow. Men do die earlier. Yeah, they do. Um... A mix of, you have a mix of German and, and French here, and they even said it in the opening credits. Mm-hmm. So that's why you've got a kind of like a mix, like Topher and um, Isabella are both are both French, and then the rest of the cast is German. So mm-hmm. it was shot in the Netherlands. I mean, it's a really multicultural movie. Yes, and there is also, besides being um, the English version that we watched, there is also a version that is in German. Mm-hmm. They said that one's even better. I don't really? know. Really? I, I, yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how either. <laughs> Werner Herzog says that, so I mean, I guess we trust him. I don't know. I don't know. Do you want to share a little summary before I, would, I start on this? I would love one of Carnage's famous five-second summaries. Vampires get a taste of pretty young flesh, and things go awry. They certainly do. I think I said vampires. I meant vampire, but you know what I meant. I knew what you meant. Um... I have to bitch about this film for a second, if I may, before we get started in it. May I have the floor? Yes, go ahead. For a little PETA issue. Okay. Oh, so throughout this film, you'll see rats. I mean, it's kind of a thing. They accuse everyone of dying of the plague. They blame the rats for it. Those rats that you see are not gray. They're white rats that were spray painted. PETA has a field day with this film. Oh, my God. Because not only were they spray painted gray just because they couldn't get their hands on gray rats, they were shipped in a container that when they opened them up at claim at uh, customs the customs agent actually fainted because they were just kind of all like right in there together and we think they were underfed and they started eating each other oh like really poor treatment of these rats poor ratties just because they're rats. rats doesn't mean they're not animals people that's terrible yeah i love rats that makes me so sad so that's my bitch of the movie because okay well that's terrible just had to share that little that bright moment before we get into this. why do i always find a movie that i really like and then there's some reason why i can't really like it anymore why do i figure out what you can't like about it anymore why do i have to be the bright spot that finds it for you oh because that's my goal in life <laughs> <laughs> do i start on the uh the real summary though sure. oh i forgot an honorable mention in the cast Okay. Can I do my honorable mention really fast, even though it's out of order? Sure. Uh, honorable mention in the cast, Werner Herzog was um, <laughs> one of the, the cast members who stuck his foot into the uh, the the coffin with the rats and got his toe bit. By the oh, rat. that guy. That was Werner. Nice. Okay, I'll let you get us started then. Okay, so we've got Jonathan Harker. It says he's... I, in the original movie, he's a solicitor. I guess in this, he's an estate agent. Which is the same as lawyer. You were right. Oh, it is? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, in Wismar, Germany, his employer is actually Renfield. And, and I'm just going to not pretend like you guys don't know who these people are because that's silly. We obviously know who Renfield is, but in this version, he's actually his employer. Um, Renfield says, hey, a nobleman named Count Dracula, he wants to buy a property here, 
and you're going to go to see him to complete the deal because this is really lucrative for us and I don't care if you don't want to. Yeah, with his creepy laugh the whole time. Yeah, with his creepy laugh the whole time, yes. Which I was not going to imitate because I can't even approach that creepy laugh. <laughs> it was, it's more like Amadeus kind of laugh. It was really creepy. He, um, sorry to pause you for a second. I know you're really distractible today, too, and I'm taking advantage of it. Sorry. Um, Werner Herzog, who we talked about, directed and wrote the screenplay, he really did change around the characters. Obviously, it's, you know, it stems from the original Bram Stokers. Right. And he really did, like you were saying, Renfield is, uh, Jonathan's boss in this version. Yeah. Mina and Lucy's characters are swapped. I mean, there's a couple mm-hmm. little, like, they make unnecessary changes for some reason. I don't know why to put his own stamp on it, you think? Yeah, probably. Or maybe just for reasons he couldn't have it be completely the same. Oh, okay, maybe. Who knows? But he might have just wanted to make the changes just because he wanted to. Who knows? Okay. It just bothers my OCD. <laughs> so he starts out on his trip. Um, he gets to a village inn where the locals plead him to stay away from the castle. Because we've got like 10, 12 harbingers in this movie. Oh my god. Around a campfire. They take him around a campfire and warn him away telling him stories. Yeah, telling him stories all about why he shouldn't go up there. And he's like, I'm expected. I have to go up there. And they're like, no, no, no. You really don't want to go up there. And he's like, no, I have to. And they're like, well, no, like, carriage is going to take you. So good luck. I love how they say it's superstition, too. Yeah. Like, no, he says it's superstition. I'm like, no, you've never heard these stories before until you got to this town. If I'm traveling to a town and all of a sudden the townspeople are telling me, no, you don't want to go there, but like, I'll see you later. Yeah. I'm going to turn around. You're not just going to brush it off as superstition and be like, well, this is no superstition I've ever heard of, but, <laughs> but um, I'm sure it is a superstition, so I'm just going to ignore it. It's like, no, the townspeople, it's exactly like you said, the townspeople <laughs> tell you not to do something. You do not do that thing. Right. They're not trying to keep you away so they keep the money for themselves. It's, no. Yeah, right. Mm-mm. It's not like a... There's no uh, competing estate agent trying to steal your business. <laughs> so he goes on foot. And um, I was saying these scenes of him walking across this beautiful landscape just remind me of me playing Skyrim as my character walks everywhere to discover places on the map. (laughs) Um, At one point he's riding a horse, other times he's walking on foot. It's really beautiful. Um, There's very lots of dramatic lighting. He's in a cave um, and he eventually gets picked up by a carriage that takes him to Dracula's castle. I love that little, I love that, that scenery, that, um, where the river, there, there's a metal railing against, like, the river. Where he yeah. Goes, it's, a, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. beautiful so, he meets the Count, who looks quite like a rat himself. His ears are, like, larger and very rat-like in shape. 
he holds his hands to his chest like a rat does. He has long, spindly fingers with long fingernails. And he has two pronounced front teeth like a rat. And he's just so excited to, like, welcome Jonathan to his castle. Um, the Count actually sees a portrait of Lucy that Jonathan has. What? That's later, though. The first... Oh, okay. That's what the notes say. Oh, uh, well, no. The first night, he's he's feasting himself, and he gets cut with a bread butter knife. Oh, yeah. Um... Hold on, I should just go to my notes because they're probably better than... I took notes and then I'm like looking at what Wikipedia says because I think my notes aren't specific enough and then Wikipedia is skipping all around the damn movie apparently. I was going to say, your notes are better because I know I was um, looking at IMDb. I'm like, no, this isn't right Um, because it's just too big. And it's, it's, he, the very first night he gets there late, of course, and he's got this big spread made out just for Jonathan. And um, (laughs) it's so funny because he's kind of, he's cutting bread with a butter knife and cuts himself like deep. With a butter knife. So winning. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember. I I know this is spoof somewhere, and I never realized it until I saw this movie because he's like, your hand, it's cut. I must attend to it. And then he, like, sucks on it. But isn't that isn't that spoof somewhere where he takes the hand, and instead of sucking on it, he bandages it? He bandages it? it? That's from the IT crowd. That's what it's from. Thank when you. When Jen meets, um, what's his name for the first time? I see his face. Goths are people too. Um, Noel Fielding's character. I can't think of his name. I know, right and I can see he's out of the closet. Why is he out of the closet? He's supposed to stay in his he's room. He's supposed to be in his room. Okay, I was wondering where that was spoofed because I'm like, I remember that being spoofed somewhere, and I never knew it was a spoof before. Um, you know what? This is going to bother me. Richmond. Richmond. <laughs> I, I knew it was a mund. <laughs> I knew it was a mund. Why is Richmond out of the closet? He's supposed to be in his room. <laughs> um, yeah, so he freaks him out enough where he passes out. And he wakes up the next morning in the same room. Two little fang bites on his neck. Yep. And it's daylight. No one's there. Just a little boy playing the violin. Yeah. But somehow he, he's doing his paperwork. It's not creepy enough for him to leave. So he does his paperwork and night falls and Dracula joins him again. And he's like, I want to see the papers. And that's when he sees... And that's when he sees the locket of Lucy. Ugly fucking locket. And he immediately, after he sees a picture of her, he's like, I want the house. I'll pay anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> First he wants to see all the paperwork. Then yeah, just... he can't sign it fast enough. Yeah. I mean, Lucy's pretty and all, but... She is pretty, isn't she? Mm. I think she is. No, she is. Don't get me wrong, but there's plenty of pretty... People in the Netherlands, I'm sure, you know. I know. He doesn't need to go all the way to Germany. Right. Well, he's. I think he's in the Czech Republic for his. I don't even know. He's in Transylvania. Transylvania, that's right. Transylvania, which they wanted to shoot at, but they did not because they, um, the leader at the time would not allow them in there. Mm. So, yes, that's right. I forgot about that. Transylvania, which is a four-week journey by boats. Well, or was it four weeks for Jonathan? He's, I think Jonathan said it was four weeks for him to get there. Yeah. How long did it? Because he asked him. All of a sudden, he's interested in the journey. How long did it take you? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And then he locks Jonathan into his castle. Yeah. And secretly goes in the night after he scares the shit out of Jonathan by surprising him in the middle of the night. I know. <laughs> He's really good at that. That's when Jonathan finally reads the book that the gypsies gave him. Yeah, finally. When it talks about vampires. And he finds Dracula's coffin. And he realizes what he is. But then it's too late because he's locked in. Right. And he can only see Dracula load up the coffins. Which you bring out a really good point about these coffins. There's like 20 of them. And he only needed to ship one. Now granted, they did open one. And I guess it's kind of luck of the draw as to which one they're going to open. But... There was a 1 in 20 chance that he would have gotten fried in the sun. (laughs) I guess that's just the chance you have to take when you're a vampire crossing in a long journey. If you're shipping yourself instead of just traveling. Which makes sense because he couldn't really exactly hide out during the day. That'd be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Um... But you made a very good point also about the boat. Oh, my God. This Dracula kills me. <laughs> I mean, not literally like he killed everyone else, but, you know, figuratively it kills me. Yeah. Like on the boat. Yeah. Killing everyone. Oh, I, yes. Okay. So, like, how can you kill everyone if you kill everyone on the boat? Who is left to steer the boat? Well, no one, apparently, because you tied the captain to the wheel and he just magically made it into port. Magically. Yeah, he magically floated down a canal. Okay. I love it. Um, with his rats and his, which they find the rats and the, the one of the coffins full of dirt. Because you have to have dirt from the homeland. That's how they survive. Um, right the unconsecrated and it's not from the homeland it's from an unconsecrated graveyard oh is that what it is yes oh i thought it was from from, the country of origin no that's that's what the um mythos is in a lot of um tales but in this specific one it just has to be the uh soil from an unblessed graveyard Nice. I'm gonna. I want to be buried in an unblessed graveyard. Can we make that happen? Sure. It's not that hard. Sweet. Just Could don't be, be buried in a graveyard. <laughs> Could it be in your backyard? No, I don't have a backyard. Oh, I can make that happen. So, like the last vampire movie we just watched, these va- this vampire just kills everyone. Like you, like they've got no self control or willpower. Yeah, I know. Like, you're hungry. I get it. But, you know, your food source is going to run out eventually if you just kill everyone. Like, they're bringing out coffins by the dozens. Yeah. Dude, how many people are you killing a night? Like, how well, hungry? Well, he, it, it was the Black Plague that got them. He brought the Black Plague with him because Nosferatu means disease carrier. I thought that was just an excuse they were using, that it was him killing them and no, they were blaming he, on the Black he, Plague. he brought the Black Plague with the rats. Oh, well, he's just fun, isn't he? Yeah. I so he's, he's killing his own food source. Dummy. It's not smart. And question. Yeah? He was up in that castle all alone. Where was he getting his food source from? No one was going up there. Except for Jonathan, the dummy. Where was he getting his food source all these years? 
I guess he would have to like sneak down into the villages and steal people. They said that people went missing in the woods and that people went missing if they went up to the castle. So apparently not everybody is avoiding the place because people still go missing. Well, you would have thought the plague would have gotten them too because if he carries the plague with him everywhere, you would have thought the plague would have gotten those people down the town. The people in the town in Transylvania didn't seem to be suffering from the plague. That's weird. Because as soon as he got into, what was it, Whippy? Like, everyone fucking died. Mm -hmm. Like, in the end, like, the whole police force had died. The guards had died at the prison. The priest had died. Like, everyone died. The town council died. The mayor died. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead, yeah. God. Well, he finally gets his, uh, his, his one, you know, the one thing he wants, and that's the house right next to Lucy. Because he wants Lucy. Right. Uh, He goes to her in the middle of the night. She doesn't freak out. Doesn't scream for police. Help. Nothing. Politely ask him to leave. Yeah. She's so polite about it because he he wants her. He wants the love that she had for Jonathan. Yeah. Because Jonathan has come back at this point and he's not the same person. Doesn't even know her. Yeah. But she's like, no, you can leave now. Please show yourself out. Like, that's way kinder than I would have been. I'm like, get the fuck out of my house before I stab you with this fucking fireplace poker. Exactly. Because he's a complete stranger. He just, like, shows up in her room and is like, love me. Right. And it's not like he's Daniel Craig or anything. He looks like a rat. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, rats are really cute, but, like, uh, not that cute. He wasn't fuzzy like a rat. Rats are cute because they're fuzzy. He wasn't fuzzy. I think hairless rats are cute. Yeah. Not the fuzzier kinds. But it's not a good look for people. No. It's a good look for the animal. Yes. Yeah, but no. She was just way too polite. But she starts reading the book that Jonathan brought home. And she reads all this information about how, what was it, the youthful... uh, The the youthful, pure at heart maiden can make him forget the cuck crow... And he will be killed by the light of day. Right. So she's sacrificing. She tries to get the townspeople to listen to her. And not even Van Helsing will listen to her. Yeah. No Van Helsing will. is useless. It really is. Useless here. Useless in Van Helsing. Useless in Bram Stoker's Dracula. I mean, he's useless everywhere. He is useless. Why does he's he useless. always get credited as being this big vampire hunter? He was completely useless in this movie. Seriously. Lucy did all the work. She did. I wrote that in my notes. She did all the work. Like, she sacrificed herself for him so exactly that would happen like he'd be so like she lured him up to the bedroom and he was so busy drinking her daylight came in and fried his ass yep and then and then van helsing stops steps in at the last minute and like pounds the stake through his heart and is like there you go i did it and it's like you did nothing just another typical thing of a man taking credit for a woman no just kidding i'm not taking the screen it's political but yeah van helsing's pretty much a useless pile of crap useless 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 um and then jonathan has to say well arrest that man right arrest that man he's killed he killed the count yeah he killed the count and he killed uh he probably killed lucy too because lucy's dead now so you know arrest him meanwhile he's got a ring of garlic around him that he can't get out of they're wafers is that what they are they're yeah they were um communion wafers that's what they are so he asked the maid he's like look at this garbage clean this up look at this she cleans it up and he immediately hops out of the circle. Yep. I love it. Drops the crucifix that he has. 
because that's he's like see ya bye although you notice he didn't take any dirt with him though so he's not gonna live very long is he guess not Uh uh-huh he didn't know about that part he's not a vampire well he didn't read the book very carefully let's be honest unless he decides to go and take one of those coffins oh maybe well he left by horseback and he went pretty far like off in the distance I mean, he could have had ch- saddles bags full of uh, saddle bags full of soil. Oh my god! End movie. Off into the sunset. Off into the sunset. He goes as a vampire. End movie. Wait, was the sun still up when he tro- trotted off? No, it wasn't. It was like dusk. Yeah. Okay, I was like, wait a minute. We could see him pretty far in the distance. Okay. Be hilarious if he got that one like kind of major detail wrong and didn't nobody clued him in about the sun, you know, and he was just like, I'm going by and he fried on the way. Well, he wasn't a very good reader, as we found out in the book. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't very good. No, he was a little bit busy, you know, getting fed on all the time. I blame him still. <laughs> Lucy be alive small. if it wasn't for him. Lucy wins the day. Let's be honest. Yep. So you've seen this movie before. Yes. And you chose it because monster movie. Because it's a monster movie. Yeah, it's a classic. And it's a classic monster. And I kind of had a thought that like my other pick would be the same thing where it wasn't the original monster, but like a maybe like a remake or a, the same monster, but a different movie. I have ideas. Like, which one are you thinking? Like, if I can find Dracula, Prince of Darkness, or another Hammer Dracula film. Okay. Interesting. I would like at some point, I'm marking it now, that I like to watch Bram Stoker's again. Okay. Because I'm not sure it lives up to my memories. Joe has it. I don't... I think I have it on VHS somewhere. Not that it helps anybody at all. I was going to say, that does not help. Hey, it's the thought that counts, so... Um... The only other thing I have to add about this movie is how much more that Klaus was an ass. Um, he bitched about he had to ride in a car to get to the set every day. And he would complain about that every day because it was a hot car in the middle of summer. And then he was also known for throwing temper tantrums during makeup. And he actually had to spend four hours in Maytech, four hours every day in makeup with like latex ears and um, uh, just heavy heavy makeup but he actually actually had a really good relationship with uh, Reiko Kruk and was actually really well behaved for this makeup sessions oh really so it was very nice very nice for him and um oh who did I read that was going to be in this but she refused to work with him uh brain farts someone pretty famous was going to be playing the role of Lucy but she just refused. Well, he sounds like he was an asshole, so. Oh, uh, Sylvia Cristal. But she refused to work with him because of his, uh, his attitude. So. Isabella got the role. And a good role she did. She did a good job. She did a very good job, yes. Should we rate, I guess? Or do you have more to add? Or what are you thinking? Um, no, so I'm all trivia out. Really have anything else to add? I was looking to see if I had any trivia, but I'm just finding what you had said. Um, and more about Klaus if you want. 
He said he talked about um, seeing Dracula sympathetically um, because he's suffering for love. And he really wants love. And Lucy kind of lures her in with, lures him in with like, love. Love. <laughs> Personally, I don't think that makes him seem any more sympathetic than any other. Um, gee, I don't know, psychopathic killer. So, yeah. Out. Yeah. (laughs) Not convincing me that he is sympathetic at all. Should we rate and review then? Let's rate. Okay. Your pick. You go first. My pick. So, I will go first. Um, I kind of struggled over what to give this one. But I think I'm going to go with a nine. I think it's a beautiful movie. And there's not a lot of action. But um, it doesn't need to. Uh, There's a lot of, like, you know, hidden meaning and all that kind of stuff. But I don't really... That is what it is. Whatever. I just think it's a beautiful movie. And... uh, it gets me right in the goth feels. Nice. Yeah. So, um, it's one that I usually, I see it and I get really excited when I see that it's streaming somewhere. And I'm always glad when I watch it. So, yeah, it gets a nine from me. Nice. Um, I'm a little bit lower. But I do think beautiful is like the perfect word for this because it was beautifully shot beautifully located um well written i mean i think that's a very perfect word for it mm-hmm. i'm just a tad bit lower i'm at 8.567 just because the pacing in some areas were you know for me but it was a 70s movie so i give it you know a lot of leeway for that reason but some of the pacing could have been a little shorter so uh, but still very good very high up for me so I just get like sucked into it and I get like almost hypnotized by it <laughs> and the on the because I know what you mean about the sections that are a little bit longer mm-hmm. but for me I just get totally like hypnotized by it and I don't even mind just so if I want to so hypnotize pretty. you this is what I use right yeah, basically, Not like a watch. it's like it's like how I can't drive and listen to ministry at the same time God, okay. because because ministry just like sucks me in and mm-hmm. and I completely like zone out to ministry. So if I drive and try to listen to ministry, all of a sudden I'm like losing time and disassociating. And it's like not, a you know, the really a good idea to do that when you're driving. No, probably not. When you need to concentrate. Although I did that a lot on my way to work. I just disassociate all the time. I'd be like going around the corner. I'd be like, how did I get here? Hmm. So actually I'm, I'm a, I'm pro disassociation during work. During I'm not. Driving. It scares me. <laughs> When I'm just like, especially because like I have a habit of disassociating and then ending up not where I'm going. Oh, see, I always end up where I'm supposed to go because it's always during work that I do it. So like I can go on autopilot. Yeah, no, I, I will end up somewhere else entirely. Okay, yours is scary then. (laughs) Yeah, it freaks me out. Yeah. Plus that feeling of unreality when you're trying to drive is just really not good well sadly 
I have no fan fiction. Well, that is sad. I think you should create one since you love this movie. Okay, so a hot fish shop opens up in Germany. No, I'm just kidding. God, every fucking time. I'm just kidding. Um, well, everybody's dead. The only character we can really go with is Jonathan. And he doesn't really have Lucy around anymore. So I think he's going to go on a journey of self-discovery and uh, figure out his new vampire powers and how to be the best killing machine he can be. More efficient killing machine. Yeah. He wants to be more efficient and smarter because he, A, doesn't want to die like the Count did. Mm Mm-hmm. But also, B wants to have a good time while he's living. Party. Yeah. He wants party, to party vampire. Exactly. I'm here for it. Yes. Can we make a movie now called Party Vampire? Party Vampire? We should. Yeah. <laughs> should we pimp and get out, you think? Sure. All right. Pimp us. We are part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcast Network. Morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. Um, They have a great podcast network that includes lots of other podcasts that you should go check out that are just as good as ours. Or better. Or better even. Um, We are on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram. We have a Facebook community. We are on Twitter. Um, And where you can interact with us and see news and updates and all kinds of things. Um, and we are at podcast at night on all of them. Uh, we would really appreciate your support in the form of a, of a review because it helps us get seen by new people. And that is always awesome. Um, or even just spread the word by word of mouth. That's great too. If you have some cash to flash and you're interested in merch, we will have that linked in the show notes. So I think that's all from me. So I just want to say thank you for listening and goodbye from chaos and stay bloodthirsty friends. Good night from carnage. And as always, we're filmed in front of a live studio audience of vampiric cats. Hey, Winnie, you have to get up now. So she- you turn off the podcast. Come on, Winnie. Winnie. Winnie, move. Come on, move your little butt butt. <laughs>